0: It's a joy to have with us again, if you are here this morning, you got thoroughly blessed by Pastor Joseph Yipwe, and uh, we're looking forward to hearing again, he's going to share with us and pray with us, and that'll be just awesome. So how about you stand on your feet, and let's give a big welcome to Pastor Joseph Yipwe from Kalgoorlie, where all the gold is. Thank you, brother.
1: Thank you, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Amen. We'll be back in a few minutes, eh? Glory to God. God is good? It's good to have you in the house tonight. Amen? So before we pray, I just want to maybe share something. Scripturally, the Bible tells us a few stories, isn't it? Uh, One of them will be a great guy called Abraham, which everybody knows, yeah? And his father was traveling, for those of you that remember, uh, in Genesis 11, thereabout, uh, his father traveled. He was supposed to go to where? Canaan. And he got to Haran and he settled. Where am I going with this? Abraham is grown up. His daddy passes on. And Abraham decides to go to where? The promised land. Gets there. He has two sons. What happens? It's transferred again. Isaac is born. Covenant promise. The boy grows up again. In the time of famine, because our Jeff just talked about giving and generosity, the Bible tells us that in the time of famine, Isaac sowed seed. Yeah? While everybody was holding on to their seed, eating their seed, because the Bible says he gives bread to the eater and seed to the sower. So some people say, but I can't give. If you don't give little, how can you give much more? So, in the time of dark times, in the time of famine to be specific, a time of lack, Isaac now what? Sows. And the Bible says he reaped a hundredfold. Where am I going with this story? You can see there is a generation of faith passed on from one generation to the other. There is something that is passed on, a relationship and a total dependence to God that is passed on. Can we go further? One of the sons, Jacob. Yeah? One fights with the other. What happens to Jacob? He has plenty sons. Let's not pick on the other guy. Let's go on Jacob. After his many sons, one of them is discarded or sacrificed for the peace of the house. I like him because his name is Joseph. It's not my fault. Up till today, I'm glad my father named me that name because when I kneel on my knees sometimes and think of generation, I think of my grandpa. My grandpa died on his knees. Every morning he would wake up and say his prayers, four o'clock. When he would finish his prayers, he would have a drink of water. The day he went, he laid there, said his prayers beside his bed, and then he went quiet. Years passed. I'm with my dad one night, Friday night. He goes, son, what are you doing? I said, I was going to go for a prayer meeting, but uh, I don't know where to go, so I'm just going to pray at home. We have an all-night prayer meeting with my dad. Generational. Every year in our church, we do something called the crossover Passover night, which people say, how can you pray for so many hours? <laughs> don't get me started. Why? It's passed on from generation to generation. Where the children of Israel then went to, then following the covenant of God, then following the peace of God, then following where is God going to provide for us, they followed Joseph to where? To Egypt. Take my story scripturally from there then. Genesis chapter 47 in verse 6. It says, then they moved to Egypt. Is it there? They took all their livestock and their goods that they had acquired in the land of Canaan. They're moving to another place. Then they got to Egypt. Yeah, Jacob and his descendants. Let's go to the next verse, verse 7. And the Bible says they settled in a place called Goshen. I think it's coming for you to see. Tonight, I want to speak to you by the grace of God as we pray for the next generation. As we pray for ourselves and our children as we pray there is something we've got to pray to communicate to be laid beside to be given to for the next generation i don't want to be a christian and die alone i want to go with some people i don't want to have faith for just me alone i want to go with some people I want my faith to be contagious with some people. And so Abraham believed God and it was counted righteousness, counted full of faith. Then Isaac, then Jacob, then Joseph. Come on, I want to be part of it. I want to be part of it. I want to pass on to the next generation. I could keep going and going. I can skip stories here. Obed Edom, one of my favorite guys in scripture. The Bible says this dude did nothing but just take care of the presence of God. You know those guys that stand at the door, Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for the next person that is coming into church. Father, I thank you. Those ushers that we think, oh, they're just ushers. No, some of them have generations of people following Jesus Christ. Please go and do your assignment. Obey them, 62 generations of people standing in the presence of God. Where are you? What are you thinking about? Are you believing God for the next miracle? Are you communicating that with the next generation? Come on, I can believe God for some crazy things. Amen. Amen. I can trust God for some crazy things. But it's not enough if I'm not walking with God. Tonight, I want us to pray for a deep hunger to walk with God. To carry the presence of God. To carry the dunamis power of God. To carry the joy of salvation. Come on. I'm I'm not sad to be a Christian. Did you know that? (laughs) I'm excited to be a Christian. I'm happy to be called a Christian. And some people have never seen persecution. Amen. No one has ever teased you for being holy. No one has ever said, why wouldn't you just give up Jesus and come and follow us? got a story young man comes to me and says pastor mm-hmm. i got some advice to give you i said yeah sure i sit down I, I, i'm waiting he says to me i should quit <laughs> you should quit what you're doing peanuts this and that he goes on i said oh, yeah, well he says so are you going to come and join me in my business i said oh mm, for what he says are you serious long story short a few weeks pass. The guy comes to borrow $50. Why am I sharing that story? He might have been making big money, but it was not sustainable. He was not carrying the presence of God. What's God saying to you for the next generation? What's within you that can be carried on to somebody else? You've got to be contagious as a believer. As a child of God, as a man of God, as a woman of God. You've got to be. Why do I say you've got to be? Because the joy of the Lord is our strength. So I'm not functioning on myself. There is power in the name of Jesus. So there are things that I do. That people say, you know, you know, you know. Have all the excuses. But when we've got Jesus, come on, we're walking on water. You know you can, eh? Tonight, I'm praying and believing that we've got to see the next generation contagious for Jesus, hungering for Jesus. Where's your heart? Where are your prayers? Yes, you want a miracle? It's coming. It's here. Why is it here? Because God is here, Jesus is here. The glory and the lifter of our heads. If you're full of shame, it's time to go to God. Oh, my people, they don't succeed in this area. Go to God. Break that curse. What what, what do you mean break that curse? Hello, can we do some experiment here? There are some people that have been married and they can't stay married. There are some people that can't carry. There are some people that can't carry legacy. I don't need to be more specific than that we got to break it. Where? In his presence. Here. I don't walk into church by f- just like that. I walk into church because I know it's my place of faith. It's my place of healing. Please, let me say something that might make some people offended. <laughs> I've heard some people, oh, you know, today I'm not coming to church because I'm sick. Where will you get your miracle? <laughs> ah! Where do we see the blind see? Just like that. that uh, you know, can I tell a story? I, I did Bible college. Hallelujah. One of those uh, crazy Bible colleges that they just cram everything. We're there at six in the morning. We finish at nine at night. Intensive. Amen. We finish the whole Bible a month. Oh, we're bunkers for Jesus. And so somebody decided after taking a taxi as they were in the taxi they were praying they were declaring man there's gonna be miracles today there's gonna be power today he's going to Bible college he's talking like that in the taxi and the taxi guy said this guy must be full of faith so the taxi guy dropped him at church went back to pick his child that was dead and brought to church He said, I don't believe this Jesus thing, but that guy that was in my car said something that resonated with him. So he brought his kid, sat his kid in the back of the church. The usher said, what's up? He goes, no, 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 he's all right. Anybody knows what I'm talking about? The Bible says the woman said, it is well. See, the unbeliever has started prophesying that my child is all right. Meanwhile, he knew his child was what? Dead. He sat the kid at the back of the service. During worship, hearing the word, when the pastor said, Now it's time for you to give your life to Jesus, the kid woke up. They asked for testimony. <laughs> this is Bible college. And he walks to the front and they say, What's your testimony? He says, I was a Muslim, but now I believe the blood of Jesus. Everybody's going, What is this guy talking about? He says, I brought my child. He went and checked the car. What he was wrapped in was still in the car. Where are you in your faith? Let's allow the next generation contact something from what you believe. Don't just read the scriptures just for reading's sake. I, I- I'll stop arguing. <laughs> Someone said, "Oh, I don't believe in Jesus." I said, "Fantastic." He said I thought you were supposed to convince me I said for what why should I waste my time with you he just <laughs> he said have you got anything to say I said bro if it was not for Jesus me and you we would not see each other because of Jesus I'm standing here amen because of Jesus I came to this country because of Jesus I'm loved and cared for because of Jesus Christ turn to your neighbor and say neighbor because of Jesus Look them in the eye because of Jesus. You know, some of you, you, you know, say, oh, you're not my class. Mm-hmm. But after Jesus, same class. <laughs> all right. I believe God can turn things around. Let's go to Goshen. We are in Goshen, I call it. We are in the place where God wants to bless us. We're in the place where God wants to increase us. That's what Goshen is all about. We're in the place where we come in with our captivity, with our lack, and we will be sustained as long as we're in the presence of God. So let's get the presence of God. Come on, let's get the presence of God. Let's get the presence of God. Let's get, let's get all that he's got for us. You're saying, but pastor, how will I make my faith grow like that? Go and get the scriptures. Hallelujah. Some say, what? Yes. I remember when they said, oh, this sickness is unto death. I said, fantastic. Thank God for doctors. Amen. If there's anyone in the house. God bless you for your work. I love doctors. You know why they tell you what's wrong? So that I can go home and do my homework. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Let's allow them to do their job. So, why am I saying this? I went home one day, they told me this, blah, 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 blah. I said, Fantastic! Amen! Praise the Lord! I just went and got the scriptures out. Wrote 40 scriptures that talked about healing. Started declaring them. Started declaring them before I knew it. Ha! I was no more lying. I was now standing. Then I was pacing. Before I knew it, I was good. A doctor came back and looked at me and says, what happened to you? Ha <laughs> We've got a secret, the power of the word of God. It will last for generations. The power in the word of God, in the place of God, is available for you and I. I want us to pray. Because it's time for us to change the next generation. Where's my worship team? Amen. We're going to pray not only just for your body, not only just for your environment. We want to pray from when you're taking the breath of God in. Amen. So i have ask them to lead us in this song. Because I believe when we have the breath of God, the power of God flows in us we've got the breath of God, things change around us. When we've got the breath of God, we look at the world differently. When you wake up and you go, Jesus! No matter what they say to you, if you've got Jesus, if you're contagious with Jesus, you see the world differently. So let's take in the breath of God. Let's take in the breath of God.
2: breath in our lungs, so we pour out our praise, pour out our praise, it's your breath. Love. You bring light to the darkness. You keep hope. You restore every heart.
1: God to step in tonight in the next few minutes. I just want to give you that opportunity. You know that our God is a great God. It's time to believe in for a great thing. Amen. And so I'm gonna just make it a bit uncomfortable for some people, but you understand the front? Let's pray. Is that okay? I still got family. Amen. Come on, shall brodo say Teddy Ababa? Lord, we want to believe that as people breathe into you tonight they breathe in your greatness they breathe in your power they breathe in the next generation they breathe in your 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 sustenance they come before you and you lift your heads up you change your countenance for your glory now lord
2: oh it's your breath in our lungs so we pour out our Pour oh, uh, our praise, it's your, oh, breath, your breath, oh Lord.
1: Love yeah. so we pour out our praise, praise to you only, oh Lord. you, you,
2: Lord. you got
1: So are you tapping in are you receiving it in the name of jesus in the name of jesus i receive right now my miracle i receive i receive i receive my breakthrough i receive my victory i receive my healing i receive the breaking of curse i receive in the name of jesus i receive my burdens are lifted I'm. I receive I receive the heavens are open I receive I receive I receive in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus Woo.
2: Our hearts will cry, these bones will sing. Great are You Lord. Come on, earth. on earth, all the earth will shout Your praise. Our hearts will cry, these bones will sing.
1: all things are possible salvation is possible in your home deliverance is possible in your home the curse is broken in your home the next generation will be contagious believing in Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior it's possible it's possible for a reawakening it's possible to pray it's possible to worship it's possible it's possible it's possible that the blind see the barren bear child the lame walk in the name of Jesus and so it is possible it is possible On it is possible. It is possible. Come on, it is possible. In your heart, it is possible. In your home, it is possible. It is possible. Come on, believe God, it is possible. It is possible. It is possible. It is possible. Doesn't matter how old the person is, it is possible.
0: breath. You know, when God wanted to create life, says he breathed into Adam and he became a living spirit. There was something about God's breath that brought life that could reproduce. Amen. So we don't just pray that you go out of here with a feeling out of tonight. We pray you go out of here with that breath that produces life that can reproduce. Amen. So you go out of here going, I'm going to take back a reproducing life to my home, to my family, to my workplace. Come on, sing it one more time. Great are you, Lord, yeah, you are great, Lord. It's yes, your
2: in
0: so we minutes we're going to do something that we love doing on these nights and that's where we invite you to come and write in the names of people that you're praying for and then we put them in the jars over there you can see how full they're getting because every month when we do this people come and they write down the name sometimes they write the same name, name down each time other times it's someone new other times it's a mixture of both But this afternoon I was weeding if you believe it or not one of my areas of garden that was full of cooch and if you know what that is it's just if if there's a devil it's a devil grass it's cooch I'm telling you I'm pulling this out and I'm thinking about this evening and I felt the Holy Spirit speak to me because you know He doesn't require you to be in a service to talk and I'm pulling this cooch out and I felt the Lord say to me that before we did this there are some of you here and You know, the devil has robbed you of faith when it comes to family by condemning you over things you did or things you didn't do. Some of us here have no faith for our family because we go, if I'd been a better father, if I'd been a better mother, if I'd been a better husband, if I'd been a better wife, if I'd been a better son, if I'd been a better daughter, better brother, better sister. So when it comes to pray for our family, we find ourselves powerless in prayer. We know God's good, but we just don't think we are. I felt before we did that, I want to read you this one scripture that came to my heart. This is out of the message version. It'll be up there for you on the screen. It says this, the unbelieving husband, this is 1 Corinthians chapter 7, verse 14. It says, the unbelieving husband shares to an extent in the holiness of his wife. The unbelieving wife is likewise touched by the holiness of her husband. Watch this. Otherwise, your children would be left out. As it is, they also are included in the spiritual purposes of God. God gives you a promise. I want you to notice it doesn't say that the perfect father, the perfect mother, the perfect brother, the perfect son or daughter, it says the believing one, amen. He doesn't say you gotta be perfect for God to move on your family, he just says you gotta be believing for God to move on your family, amen. So none of us are perfect, I'm not, you're not, I have not been a perfect father, perfect husband, I'm still not. But he doesn't say, Are oh, you perfect? He says that, Jeff, are you believing? Amen. Are you believing? And the second thing I want you to notice is this, that greater is He that is in you than anything else that's at work in your family. I'll read it to you again. He says, Because of your believing, your children are included in the spiritual purposes of God. Amen. I had a believing father and a believing mother, but I was not a believer. I did everything I could to make sure I... Never followed the things of God. So many times when I could have died, literally, driving my car like a crazy person, missing turnoffs, doing all kinds of nutty stuff. And yet I believe that it was my mom and my dad praying every day because I was included in the spiritual purposes of God. Amen. I want you to believe tonight for for your family. I want you to have faith, not because you're perfect every head bowed, every eye closed. Some of you here where every time you come to pray for that grandchild, that child, that parent, that family member, the devil reminds you of your failures, how you didn't set the example you should have set, how you haven't lived the life you should have lived and robs you of faith and you find yourself going, oh, oh, sorry, Lord. Instead of believing for your family, you spend all your time apologizing for your past. And I believe tonight that God wants to remove guilt from people before we do this and pray. If that's you, I want you just to lift your hand before God. I'm looking around, no one else is. You lift your hand before God. Thank you. Wherever it is, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. You say, I have not been perfect. I've got my hand. I have not been perfect. But I'm believing for my family. I'm believing for what Pastor Joseph spoke about, for the generational blessing. I'm believing for it to continue down to my children, to my children's children, and for the next generation after that as well. Father, you see every hand. We are not perfect, but we are believing today. We are believing, Lord, that something of you in us will touch the lives of our children, our children's children, our families, our parents, our loved ones. Father, I pray tonight in the name of Jesus, would you move and remove every condemnation, every guilt, everything that says it can't happen because we failed. God, would you lift that in the name of Jesus and let the mighty power of the Holy Spirit that's greater in us than what's in the world. Lord, would you let that flow through us now. Let that flow. God, I pray, let there be freedom. Come on, let there be freedom. God, for every life. God, when we meet our family next, we're not going to be full of apologies, full of, of all wish I had. But God, we're going to allow the mighty presence of God that Pastor Joseph spoke about to flow out of us just because it's not what we say, but it's whose we are. We thank You for that, Lord, in Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' name. Just while heads are bowed, eyes are closed. Maybe you're here tonight and you say, Jeff, I'm not walking with Jesus. I wish that I was. Maybe you're online. You're saying, Jeff, I'm not a follower of Jesus. Maybe you say, I used to be. Or maybe you just say like so many people, you know, I, I, I just don't know. I, I, I talk to people all the time and go, Jeff, I just don't know. And I always say the same thing. I say, would you trust Jesus? That's all you got to do. He's not asking you to be certain. He's not asking you to know. He's saying, will you trust me? And I lead them in a prayer that goes like this, Lord Jesus, I'm trusting You with my life. I'm trusting You with my future. I'm trusting You to save me. Oh, despite my doubts or my concerns or my fears, I'm trusting You, Lord. You know, I've seen people do that. I remember kneeling beside the sick bed of a man who all of his life had said, I don't want to know God. And he prayed that prayer. I'm trusting you, Jesus. His son told me a week later, he said, my dad is a different man. He's changed out of that moment. I'm simply saying, I trust. If that's you tonight, say to Jesus tonight, Lord, I'm trusting you. I'm willing to trust you. I don't, I've got it figured out. I don't know what to do next, but I'll trust you. I'll trust you. I'll trust you. If you're online, I'll show you in a minute how you can pray that prayer and make it yours and you can respond so that you can begin to follow Christ. If you're here in the building, I'll tell you in a minute how you can do that. But I'd love to pray for you. If you're here in the building, just while heads are bowed, eyes are closed, you say, Jeff, that's me. Would you pray with me tonight, Jeff? I'm not walking with Jesus, but I'd like to. Just slip your hand up and put it back down again. I'll see it. I'll pray with you wherever you are if that's you tonight. I don't know everybody and I never ever assume anyway, even if I did. Somehow or other, I'd know everybody's state of heart or life. So I always ask and just say, God, I trust You. I trust You. I trust You. Father, we thank You for Your work. We thank You when we gather together. Lord, You said if just one person turns to You, then the whole of heaven begins to rejoice just for one. Lord, last week, so many, thank you for everyone. This week again, thank you for those who say yes to you. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Look this way a minute. If you have responded like that, just very quickly, it'll come up on the screen for your yes text. 0488-826-392. Don't worry if you don't remember it. There's uh, cards out there in the Connect Hub area where you can pick that number up again or you can go on our website. You can go to metrochurch.online. It's there for you with a Yes button. You can go to the website or you can email us or go to yes.metrochurch.org.au. Send us your Yes and we'll begin to encourage you from that moment on because it's our joy to do that. It's our joy to... uh, uh, encourage you. We'll send you a Bible verse and a prayer. Different every day. We send it for 30 days, believe it or not. Then you can sign up for more if you want. When I say sign up. All you're going to do is say send me more. You know we've never ever done that and said to people here's the, the stuff that you need to know from church life or, or or ask anyone for money. We don't ever do that. It's simply us wanting to come beside you and help you as you walk with Jesus. So I pray you'll do that. In Jesus' name. The team are going to lead us in worship again. I see Pastor Fowl. That's you down there, isn't it, bro? Yeah, good on you, man. Pastor Mofofo, Moila Paula, uh, Pastor of Crossroads Church. Great to have you here with us tonight. Pastor Fowl, we love you. I was a part of this church for so many years and now it's nearly two years, is it? Almost two years since they planted Crossroads. Great church. They meet at, uh, no, I won't even remember everywhere you meet. Uh, but they met at a bunch of places. there. well, go and ask him if you'd like to know. He'll tell you all about it. Well, follow him. I follow him on social media. That's the easiest way. They tell you everything that's going on. Hey, listen, we're going to pray together, and I'd love you to come again. If you would like to write down the names of people. Pastor Joseph, thank you so much for sharing with us tonight that word. That spoke to me anyway, and brought faith again in my life. I believe in God. You know, my wife is, uh, I think our daughter is a sixth generation women preacher is that right I think our daughter and then our granddaughter she rang me up one day our eldest granddaughter she said granddad I'm speaking at youth tonight I said great generation number seven uh, of women preachers that's and that's back in the day when women weren't always accepted as preachers so uh so uh I'm just excited for I'll be alive for number 8 it that'll be great So if you'd like to come, write down the names of those people that you're praying for. Service isn't over just yet. I'll share with you more in just a minute. But if you'd like to do that while the team leaders come, write them down over here on my left, your right, and then put them in the the jar over there. That'd be great. God bless you.
2: Let's just take this moment to invite the power of God, the Holy Spirit, Your heart as the spirit was moving over the water, spirit come over us, come rest on us, come rest on us, as the spirit was moving over the water, spirit come over us, come my heart
0: faith to bear for every single one of those names. We don't do it Lord just kind of in hope that you might feel sorry for them or do something but God we call on your great love, we call on your grace, God we call on your commitment Lord you said you died for the whole world so God we believe for each one of them in the name of Jesus we thank you for salvation whatever it takes, whoever it takes, we believe you'll intervene in their life We believe, Lord, you'll reach to them. You'll bring the right person to them. Someone, Lord, that'll speak to them. We thank you for it in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Hey, listen, can we just appreciate Pastor Fowl? Pastor Fowl. Joseph. Pastor Fowl, my head. Pastor Joseph, yeah, The man of the coat of many colors, that's the guy. Yeah, thank you so much, Jason. What a blessing you are. You know, uh, it's a few years ago, we had this little tiny interruption called COVID. Uh, but before that, you'd been here a year or two before that. And I had so many people come and say, can we please get him back? Uh, and I know that this morning was just such a blessing. Tonight certainly was, was so thank you so much. We want to send you out of here too with our love. We're going to pray for you in a minute and ask God to bless you and your wife, Karen. Karen's not here because she's doing a midwifery course in northern New South Wales, somewhere or other like that anyway. And uh, uh, them uh, and their six children, just a great family serving there uh, in Kalgoorlie. And we just thank God for you. Thank God for all that you're doing for the community there. I said this morning, I've been up there a number of times to that church. And uh, you cannot walk down the street, but everybody calls out, hello, Pastor, you know, Joseph. And uh, I kind of feel like I'm beside some, one of those social influences, you know, one of those celebrities, you know, I feel like I need to get a selfie in and something like that, but not really. But thank you so much for coming. We appreciate your time more than just, I know you don't come and just kind of preach something that you've preached somewhere before you come and bring something from your heart to us. You know, one of the things we've always done as a church since the very first service 30-something years ago is whenever we've had a visiting ministry, we have always wanted to sow financially into them. We don't receive two offerings in a normal service, but whenever we have a guest, we always do. And we encourage people. I know that that's not always normal across the Christian world. Um, I know some people go, well, They don't have that happen. We always want to invite you. We could just simply take something out of the budget, but I don't think that's what God wants. I think God wants to give you an opportunity to sow into someone. He's been to 65 countries. My last count, I think I'm only up to, what was it? I don't know, 28 or 40, I can't remember, but it's a lot, but not as many as that man. I don't know where God will take him and use him, but I want to be a part of that. And so you can give via the app, you can give via the website, you can go as well. Rashida will be out the Connect Hub. You can simply go up to one of those uh, terminals there and she'll help you with that. Uh, if you're doing it on the app or on the website, it'll be marked Love Offering. And that's what we call it. every single cent. We give the whole lot to them and we just want to be a blessing to them. So can we pray together for Pastor Joseph and Karen, for their six children? Father, we thank You for them. Thank You, Lord, for their love for You. Thank You that You brought them from Nigeria and northern New South Wales and all the parts of the world where they've been. You brought them to our state. You brought them to that place in Kalgoorlie. We pray for that church, Lord. Let it prosper. Let it increase. Let it be blessed. Thank You for all the people that have gone there for a season and then have been taken to other parts of the world. Thank You for the influence and the the seed that they've been able to sow. We thank You for them. Father, as we give, we give something to bless them. Praying, God, that it'll not only carry with it a financial ability, but it'll carry a a knowledge that they're loved and that you want to bless them. We thank you for it in the mighty name of Jesus. Bless every giver, Lord. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Fantastic. Pastor Fowl, just come up here quickly, brother. You got to tell everyone where your church is. I don't remember. You're at Canning something or other. Come up here. Come on. Come on up. The Canning Leisure Centre, if I got that right? Yeah. Leisureplex. Yep. Leisure Plex and the Perrin Centre? Yeah, and the Perrin Place in uh, Vic Park on Saturday, fortnight. Ah, oh, okay, yeah. cool. Now, are you still preaching those really clever messages where you wear two different shoes and stuff?
1: I actually wore them the other, the other time, so that was good. Yeah, still get a bit creative, you know? <laughs> That's
0: fantastic. But yeah.
1: So, yeah, very enjoy, enjoying the journey. Um, great support, of course, and loving the journey, the challenges that come with it, and, and great inspiration from the team here and the INC family, of course. And, yeah, it's been awesome. Yeah, but it's good to be here, good to be back at the base. So, yeah, really nice. <laughs> we love you, man.
0: God bless you. Yeah, thank you for being here. Hey, listen, we've got to go. Uh, kids will be waiting. They'll have eaten all the biscuits. So uh, God bless all those school holidays. So sugar rush doesn't count. Uh, Michael and, and Corey, I think. Is that not right? You guys are cooking up the red frogs pancakes. Savory two kinds. Sweet and one kind. Plus the world's biggest pizza slices. You can get all that. Hope you can hang around for a little while. And uh, we hope we see you again somewhere soon. Good night. See you out there. God bless. Thank you again, Pastor Joseph. Amen. Thank you.